And good afternoon, GRN listeners across the South and Central Texas listening area. This is your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Sean, your host for the program every Monday at noon. I'm also your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network South and Central Texas listening area. Thank you to everyone tuning in from Marble Falls and Fredericksburg, Kerrville, Uvalian, right here in good old San Antonio. We are grateful that you've decided to spend this hour getting caught up on all things Catholic in South and Central Texas. And joining me is my wonderful co-host for the program is Trish Lujan. How are you doing today, Miss Trish? Oh, today's beautiful. Thank you for having us here. We're so excited. On this program, we try bringing you a variety of informative discussions highlighting different people, ministries, and events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and parts of the Diocese of Austin. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Mr. Dan Seveny, co-founder of Sanctus Ranch, a retreat center of the Spiritual Retreat Foundation. He'll be on to discuss the upcoming Advent event of the season, Retreat to Bethlehem, taking place at Sanctus Ranch during several weekends of December. We'll also be joined by Father Jason Lay, pastor of St. Anne Catholic Church in Lavernia. Father Lay will be serving as the Archdiocese Spiritual Director for next year's World Youth Day in Lisbon, Portugal. Woohoo! Yes. That's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, in fact, you know, when you said in the opening, you know, you're so you know grateful today. It's yes. beautiful yes. and such. I'm glad cold. you think so. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it is. I like to tell people that you know yes. how how often that we have that short term memory. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a couple of months ago, we were over 100 degrees for probably like months on end. That's right. And here we get a little cool weather. People are you know are, are thinking, man, you know, we need to put on like uh, we need to dress for the occasion, like there's six feet of snow outside but well you did make fun of me when i came in <laughs> you're dressed for like snow right now it's like it's cold but you're, i'm loving it <laughs> you, you know and that and that's fine uh, yes. obviously you you have the extra layers of clothing yes. i have natural extra layers on <laughs> to keep me uh, insulated uh, in fact so uh, i'm okay with that uh, but i am excited to get the uh, to those conversations uh, here in just a little bit but yes. before we do that uh, let's go ahead and get today's program started the way that we should do all things and that is in prayer Uh, So wherever you might be, uh, let's ask that the Lord uh, would make his will known to us and for the grace to accomplish his will in loving obedience. So please join me in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Dear God, may everything we do begin with your inspiration, continue with your help and reach perfection under your guidance. With your loving care, lead all of us in our daily actions Help us to persevere in love and sincerity. Bless us with an abundance of courage in proclaiming your holy name and the teachings of your church. Grant us the grace to do your will in loving obedience. Heavenly Father, keep us under your constant protection and draw us and our loved ones ever closer to you. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. St. Joseph, protector of Holy Church. Pray for us. Our Lady, Queen of all saints. Pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, Just a quick reminder, folks, uh, we are streaming this live on Facebook. If you haven't joined our GRN South and Central Texas Facebook group page, please do so. Uh, And if you are tuning in, you know, go ahead and hit that like button and share the content. We want to make sure that uh, we are spreading the word about the the good news uh, and the good work that we're doing here at the Guadalupe Radio Network. 
Uh, to recap some things that took place last week, I want to first begin by thanking uh, Miss Diane Sowell, Miss Tracy Garcia, and their entire team uh, who put on and coordinated the Made for Men, um, you know, event. Um, it was a, the Theology of the Body Institute event uh, with Christopher West and music talents by Mike Mangione. It was certainly, a, you know, it was an awesome event. Uh, so many people. I mean, my goodness, I don't know what the seating capacity there at St. Matthew Catholic Church is, but it was full. Yeah, that's a pretty big church. Yes. I mean, you had people even standing against the walls uh, to, to take in this event and to learn uh, about the theology of the body, to have it presented in such a way that you could understand. I mean, it, you know, you know, Dr. Christopher West, he presented it in such a manner that really, uh, even if you were a young child, mm-hmm. you could probably understand, right. uh, you know, yeah. the, the content. So, Again, it was wonderful to be out there, to see all the young people, to see some of the uh, young Catholic adults out there, to see the sisters uh, and, uh, you know, even Deacon, uh, you know, David, um, you know, Chaco was out there. Uh, Father Ritter was out there. It was so good to see all of them and to just see uh, how on fire, you know, uh, the, you know, the, the, the people are to, to take on this, this catechesis, especially uh, at our time today. Right. So, uh, but you, you've been busy also this weekend. What did you have going on, Trish? Yes. We went to Treasures of the Church. Ooh. Yes. And if you haven't gone, folks, you need to go. Don't let this escape you. Over 165 relics, Ooh. including the true cross of Christ. Amen. Mother Mary's veil, the crib of Christ, St. Joseph, I believe his staff, um, and all these beautiful, you know, um, relics of our saints. I know uh, my daughter went and, and her, response was it felt like heaven on earth amen you know being there so it was wonderful so if you, you there are several other dates that are happening here in san antonio and even mm-hmm. in the outer area so don't miss it yeah actually uh if i'm not mistaken you can visit treasures of the right uh and then uh, right there uh about halfway through the uh the, the web page there uh, you can hit schedule and yes. it'll tell you exactly where where they're going to be uh we've got quite a few more things uh you know coming up uh yesterday was you know the the solemnity of jesus you know our you know jesus christ uh you know king of the universe um so that that was awesome wonderful uh, homily given by Father yesterday, um, and you know it, it really is amazing how you know we celebrate you know you know that solemnity. It's the last liturgical day of the the year, uh, and it really is an invitation to invite Jesus into our hearts as the King of our hearts, right? right? You know, and the King of our homes, and the King of you know our households. Uh, it, it's just uh, amazing. Which means next week, next Sunday is the first Sunday of. Advent. That's right. I can't even believe we're talking about <laughs> Advent. Um, you know, it, it's going to be great. And in fact, we're going to talk to uh, our two guests. Uh, you know, more about you know some things mm-hmm. going on uh, with, with Advent. Talk about you know some of the events going on. But I want to first talk about the Saint Rose of Lima Christmas dance. Uh, this is taking place uh, there at Saint Rose of Lima, the, the parish hall. Uh, this dance is going to be a fundraiser to help with the redesigning of the parish hall. Uh, tickets uh, to you know to purchase tickets, uh, you can go to the parish office. Uh, you can also visit their website uh, to learn more about the event. That's Saint Rose of Lima dot 
Church. Uh, ticket purchases include a dinner of chicken cordon bleu, salad, two sides, and a drink. Music. They're going to have live music out there, uh, culture jam, uh, plus a silent auction. Uh, and, uh, you know, adult beverages will also be available for, for purchase. Uh, tickets are just $60 each. Um, cash or credit card is accepted. Free parking and doors will open at 6 p.m. This is going to take place Saturday, December 3rd, um, you know, from 6 p.m. until midnight. Again, this is the St. Rose of Lima Christmas Dance uh, Fundraiser. So again... If you got any questions, contact the parish. Uh, go to the, you know go to the website. You can do all that. Uh, and with anything that you hear um, you know on the program, you can also just you know reach out to us. We've got uh, most of the information um, you know available to us. Uh, also, I'll be sharing the links uh, to those events and the flyers. I put all that stuff on our Facebook group page uh, as well. Uh, something else to taking place. Uh, we've got the 2022 Christmas Shareathon. It's going to be kicking off next Tuesday, the 20. 20- 29th. Uh, that is uh, Tuesday, the 29th of November. It's going to be running through uh, the 2nd of December. Uh, so it's that time of year again. It, it's time uh, that we, you know, here at the GRN, we're going to be on, um, you know, for 12 hours a day, appealing to you, our generous and, and thoughtful and, you know, gracious listeners for your support to help keep our radio airwaves Catholic. Again, that's going to take place uh, Tuesday, November 29th through uh, December 2nd. I am still looking, uh, for, you know, to fill two additional slots for the PM shift, uh, each Friday of the share the South and Central Texas office right here in San Antonio. Uh, we do host the call center. Um, and this is a great way for you to, you know, to grow your Catholic circle of friends. It's a great way to really, f- you know, hear the impact of, uh, you know, Catholic radio on our listeners, uh, that, that tune in and call in and pledge their support. Uh, so if you want to, to help us out, uh, I am looking for two volunteers for the 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. shift for December 2nd. Uh, that's a Friday. Uh, and lastly, uh, you know, for me, uh, I want to talk about the Salesian Sisters of St. John Bosco and their annual Christmas boutique. This is going to take place Saturday, December 10th. Uh, they're at 6019 Buena Vista Street um, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Look, this is a one-day-only uh, boutique benefiting uh, the elderly Salesian Sisters. There's going to be a ton of baked goods, handmade crafts, knitted items, handmade jewelry, mm-hmm. hand-sewn gifts, and plenty of of religious articles. And a lot of this stuff they make too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I think yeah. that's really what, what it is. It's, I mean, it's all handcrafted mm-hmm. by, uh, you know, these, uh, you know, these Salesian sisters and, you know, it's, they do, what beautiful uh, gifts. They, they are. Yes. yes, yes. They, they, they are. Uh, and for questions, uh, regarding that, you can give them a call at 210-431-4999. I'm going to take a break from speaking here. <laughs> I'm going to turn things over to Trish for a minute. How about that? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. So on November 28th, mark your calendars, folks. November 28, 29, and 30. You want to join Bishop Gary Yannick and the folks at St. Matt's Catholic Church for an Advent mission. The event will begin at 6 p.m. with Mass at St. Matthew Catholic Church, and that's followed by the mission. So you want to go to stmats.org for more information there, or you could give them a call. Um, and again, that's Bishop Gary Yannick, so you don't want to miss that as well. Uh, the second thing we have here, or that I have on my list, is a, the Carmelite Advent. That's right. It's their retreat, their 2022 retreat happening on December 3, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. It's going to be wonderful, folks. It's going to have a Carmelite spirituality talk. It's going to follow confession. 
It's going to have adoration, mass, and also a light breakfast and lunch will be provided. Uh, so you want to go to littleflowerbasilica.org to register or for more information. That's littleflowerbasilica.org. And these are those uh, Advent missions, right? right. Parish missions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, mass talks. I mean, just uh, other ways that we can deepen our, our, our or faith, yep. yeah, deepen our faith, mm-hmm. but also to prepare, you know, part of this Advent season. It's going to be awesome. Yep. Absolutely. And then we have St. Helena's men's retreat. I'm sorry. St. Helena's <clears throat> men's axe retreat. That's going to happen December 8th through the 11th. Uh, and it says here, be strong, fear not, here is your God. And that's from Isaiah 35, verse 4. Omega, it's going to happen at the Omega Retreat Center in Bernie. There is financial assistance available, folks. So don't let any of that, uh, you know, if you, if you can't afford it at this moment, please reach out uh, to Mr. Cedric Alvarez. They do have some financial assistance available. They, they want to make this event available for every uh, man that's out there. So contact him at 210-365-0194. That's 210-365-0194. And lastly, uh, before we get our conversation going with Mr. Dan Seventy of mm-hmm. Sanctus Ranch, I do want to you know throw a reminder to all the men out there uh, that the Exodus 90 Advent kickoff event is going to take place. Uh, this is going to be, you know, taking place at November 26th. Um, uh, I think, well, shoot, that's just, uh, yeah. <laughs> what's that? The 24th. So what's, that's I'm Saturday. doing the ma- I'm November trying to play the calendar in my head. Saturday, yep. Saturday. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it did, I didn't have it on the flyer here. So, <laughs> yeah, so November 26th, Saturday at 2 p.m. at the Busted Sandal. Uh, you know, this is going to be put on by, um, that's going to be my axe brother, actually, yeah, Mr. Dan Baird and his team. Uh, so at the Busted Sandal, look at, um, located at 7114 Oaklawn Drive here in San Antonio, the Busted Sandal. Uh, this is going to be an event really to uh, prepare to kick off Advent, meet and learn from guys just like you who are ready to do something sustainable and different. Skip the shopping and join us for a chance to learn more. Uh, and for those who might be you know, curious as to, man, what is this Exodus 90. Uh, typically, Exodus 90, you'll hear more about during the Lenten season, but they do this, uh, you know, spiritual exercise, uh, you know, here for Advent also. And it is a, a 90-day spiritual exercise for men based on the three pillars of prayer, asceticism, and fraternity. Uh, so again, if you want to learn more about that, uh, please contact uh, my, my brother Dan, uh, Dan Baird at 210 210- Eight four nine two eight two seven, and with that, we're going to go ahead and begin our conversation with Mr. Dan Baird, co-founder and uh, CEO, president. I mean, think of every other title under the sun, but this guy runs things and gets things done uh, there at um, you know Sanctus Ranch, a, a retreat center of the Spiritual Retreat Foundation. Uh, my friend Dan, how are you doing today, Senor? I am doing very well, and I appreciate the opportunity to join you once again. Yes, Talk yes. about all things Advent, huh? Yes. Can you believe that well, we're there already? No, I cannot believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it is nuts. You know, you and I, uh, we spoke months ago regarding this awesome Advent event that, you know, you, uh, you're, you're going to be talking to us about. Uh, but, you know, I want to start first by, you know, let's talk about Advent. 
All right, let's talk about Advent. You know, to you and your family, uh, what what is what has Advent been for for y'all in, in years past, and what are y'all looking to do this year? Well, you know, it's that time that we as Catholics can just take a moment and prepare our hearts for the Savior. One of the things that has been challenging as a father of six children and just living in the world today, very often the world says, "Okay, well, we've done the fall activities, we hit Thanksgiving, boom, it's Christmas." Right. Uh, even if we wait that long, and you know, as Catholics, we have this awesome opportunity to prepare for the Savior. The Savior of the world is coming to each and every one of us. And very often we're so rushed that we fail to do that. We, as Catholics, sometimes we've we've lost those traditions that we used to do. I remember as a kid, you know, for us, we would move the wise men through the house. And that would, you know, culminate to epiphany. And, you know, we get so rushed where we, we miss these opportunities to prepare for the Savior coming. And so for us this year, uh, it's an opportunity to just say, let's slow down just a little bit. Let's, let's focus on what God's got in store for us so that we can prepare to receive the Savior in our heart, but then that we can go out on mission and share that joy with others. Wow. How do you do it though, Dan? Because I mean, you go, you go out to the shopping centers and they, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. And they already have all these Christmas things happening. So, you know, let us in. Okay. So I will tell you, you and I know each other. You know, we've talked a few times. Uh, I've become more and more of a rebel. As I've gotten older. And I think one of the things that we have to do as Catholics is we have to deny Christmas. And it's terrible to say that, but we've got to deny the secular Christmas, the Christmas parties, all of those other things. And I know this is a challenge probably for those that are listening, but it's been something that's come on my heart over the last few years where if we do not take that opportunity of making sure that we have that penitential time, that preparation, going to those retreats, going to those experiences, slowing down, you know, and much Advent is much like a retreat. I own a retreat center. We operate a retreat center. It's to retreat from the chaos of the world so that we can finally hear God. He's speaking all the time, but I don't know if you're like me. I've got so many things in my ears and in front of my eyes that I'm just not paying attention. And so I think for us as, as Catholic laity, it is our obligation. Yes, you know, the priest changes his vestments. The church gets decorated different. But what do we do in our homes? What are we doing? The Advent wreath that comes out, that moment of prayer, that, that moment of reflection, that time in the scripture, all of those things are so important for us to do, and especially those of us that have children, mm-hmm. to oh, yes. kind of give them that tradition. And, uh, and I think it does require us in some ways to reject the world. Yeah. As challenging as that is. Yes. <laughs> uh, you're right about that. You know, and one thing that y'all are doing out there at uh, Sanctus Ranch, uh, and really it's what I, I want to really talk, uh, you know, to, to you about today um, in, in preparing our hearts for the Advent season and the coming of our Savior, you've got the Come and Retreat to Bethlehem event. It's the inaugural event uh, for this thing. You and I were talking about this actually, I believe, over the summer, uh, in fact. So this has been, you know, some time coming, and now to see it, you know, coming to fruition. Uh, 
tell us about the event. Tell us what type of, uh, you know, what's been going on uh, to, you know, to plan this thing. And uh, what are you hoping to, you know, for people to get out of it? Well, wonderful. It's actually been on my heart for a number of years to have an Advent walk. Because, again, we rushed to Christmas. And uh, so we needed that opportunity. And this year was just the same as every other year. A, I don't have the time. B, I don't have the money. Maybe it'll be next year, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I had a friend, uh, come to me and they said, you know, I really think God wants you to do it this year. Well, luckily for me and, uh, good or bad. That was enough. Just go for it. Uh, so we decided we are going to have our inaugural retreat to Bethlehem. And this is an opportunity for families, for individuals to kind of retreat from the chaos of the city a little bit, come out to Pipe Creek. And what we're going to do on the evenings is we're going to have groups of individuals come together in small groups of 20 to 25, and they will experience an 11 station contemplative walk. Yeah. And they'll go through and they'll be met by the Roman soldiers and the tax collector and meet the villagers and the innkeepers and Mary and Joseph, and they'll hear the stories narrated by these live actors of how they prepared for the coming of Jesus. Wonderful. You said 11 stations? There'll be 11 stations throughout the And you're uh, building the these stations. We actually are. If anybody's on Facebook, you can go check <laughs> out Sanctus Ranch. We uh, we actually made a decision the other day. We were going to build this nice crash, this manger scene. Yes. Uh, and we opted. My wife came to me. She said, I think you should move it back a little bit. And I said, okay, well, we'll do that. And so we decided we've actually built it permanently. Oh, into nice. the retreat center. Uh, so now we'll have that as a place for prayer as well um, for folks uh, here on out. So we're building lots of different uh, sets. We have contractors that I gave instructions to this morning. Wow. We've got volunteers coming this, this weekend. Exciting, yeah. It is very exciting. We don't do things small at Sanctus Ranch. <laughs> yes. We have a tendency to just John go big, know you know. <laughs> You know, we might as well do it as well as we possibly can. So yes. that's our goal. I think it's. I think you're incapable of doing things that are small for God. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. He's done so much, and we can Amen. just kind of reflect that. And so, once that walk has been, uh, you know, experienced by those that come out, we're also very blessed that the experience will continue that night. We have the Atonement Catholic Academy Chamber Choir I was ask coming you about out. Them. Yes. Yes. Wow. So they'll come out. So after you've experienced the walk, you'll be able to go in and listen to this. Advent concert with very angelic voices. If anybody's having Beautiful. a chance to listen to them, yes. it's wonderful. That'll bring us into that experience. Uh, and then from there, we'll also have a large Advent wreath. And we're inviting clergy from around the area to come in and to be at the Advent wreath, explaining the Advent wreath, why we celebrate the Advent uh, season. And each individual that'll come will also be able to light their own candle as a representation of their awaiting the Savior. Uh, and then let's be honest, we'll have a little bit of cookies yeah. and food and kettle hot corn cocoa. And hot cocoa. There'll be some fellowship time too, but it'll be very Advent. Amen. <laughs> That's right. You know, I, I want to go back just a, a little bit. Uh, let's talk about, you know, the, the dates here. Mm-hmm. You know, so th- this is taking place, you know, in, in the month of December. Uh, again, this is what we're calling the the Advent event of the season. Uh, what separates or what makes your event that you're planning and, and ready to put on so much different than some of the other things that, that you, you know, find around town, you know, even outside the, the, the city limits? Uh, what makes, you know, th- this event or what will make 
make this event uh, that much more special than the others? You know, I appreciate that question because as we look as a family to go out and do things during the Advent season and in Christmas, you know, we're looking for ways that we can just kind of come into the season. And very often what we're met with is, well, we could drive out and we could look at the lights, which are wonderful. Mm -hmm. We could go to a couple of other events where maybe we could ride in the car and go through the experience and, you know, it'd be nice, but there's kind of some chaos. What we decided to do here is we wanted an event where you retreated out with your family, you got out of your car, you had some activity, and you actually went through this experience. So everyone will be dressed in character. They'll go through that experience. And what's unique is that it will be an experience of those that were preparing for the Savior, but Jesus won't actually be there. It's all going to be the story of preparation as it should be during Advent. And then we wanted some of those experiences. You know, let's be honest, when we hear amazing singing and it just brings us into what it must be like when we finally make it to heaven Mm -hmm. and we're praising the the Lord all the time, um, that wanted to be an experience. You know, the lights we, you know, in our, in our Catholic faith, we use lots of things like candles and incense to experience with our senses what's truly going on in our hearts. And so that, as well as the fellowship, it'll be very interactive uh, and family driven. Mm -hmm. And so I really hope that's the experience that those that come out to retreat to Bethlehem will walk away with, that their family unit was able to come together and experience this preparation. Amen. Yes. And so take us a little bit through the stations. I I know you don't want to give it all away, but I am very intrigued by this. Um, So, because, you know, we always look at Advent and then we look at Lent. I know they're not the same, you know, but I I think for a lot of families out there, they, they tend to say, well, the colors are the same, you know. Right. So take us through just a little bit about that. Well, and I will even back up. My children and I experienced a similar event back when we were in New Hampshire. And there was a church that put on an, a walk during Advent, and thousands and thousands of people came. It was absolutely insane. It was wonderful. But one of the things that we love so much is that that experience brought them through what it was like for the Jews to mm. prepare. They've been hearing that the Messiah is coming for years and years and the stories of those folks that were in that that waiting period will be communicated and so as they go through you know you'll come into a little tent and you'll be met with the jewish villager who will tell you why we've all been called to be enrolled why did Mm -hmm. caesar do that why is he trying to get that number together what is it about paying this tax the dreaded tax that we all have to experience and so there'll be some drama we'll have the roman soldiers they may or may not have been the nicest guys in the world. Um, we'll have some inns where we're going to be rejected. What would that must have felt like? You know, for many that are listening, they're either they've, they are a mom or, mm-hmm. you know, they're the spouse to the wife that, uh, you know, has been ready to give birth to be rejected from the inn at that moment. What yeah. must that have felt like mm-hmm. for Mary and Joseph? Uh, and so many ways that rejection still exists today. And so that's really the experience that we'll go through. And I'm really excited. We'll also go beyond Mary and Joseph talking about the angel coming to them. You know, what was that like for Joseph mm-hmm. to just say yes for Mary's fiat? These are just incredible experiences that bring us to the core of our faith. Uh, and then we'll 
get out to the wise men? Why'd they make that journey? Yes. Uh, and we'll even throw it out there. Simeon will be there, hmm. who oh, nice. was told he would not depart this life until he came face to face with the Savior. And so it'll be a great opportunity to really bring this whole Bethlehem story to a very present life experience for those that attend. After listening to you, I feel like I'm going to have two things with me. My rosary to pray the joyful mysteries and also my Bible. Amen. Because then it's like it's listening to you describe this event. It's like the Bible coming alive. Absolutely. Amen. Uh, Folks, if you're just joining us, uh, we're having this wonderful conversation with Mr. Dan Seventy of Sanctus Ranch talking about retreat to Bethlehem. Uh, You can find all information uh, of the the retreat. Uh, This isn't to Bethlehem, the country or the city. (laughs) This is uh, in Pipe Creek uh, taking place uh, on a few days. That music means we're going to take a short break. Uh, We're going to come back and, uh, you know, wrap up the conversation with Dan Seventy. So, again, don't change the station. We will be right back. The 2022 Christmas share is just around the corner. Our theme for this share is Come, Let Us Adore Him. Starting Tuesday, November 29th through Friday, December 2nd, we'll be on the air asking for your financial support to help keep the Guadalupe Radio Network on the air in South and Central Texas. We humbly ask that you'd call in at that time to make your one-time donation or monthly pledge of support. We are grateful for your generosity and pray the Lord abundantly bless you. This is a Messy Family Minute with Mike and Alicia Hernan. For some couples, praying together is very natural, but for others, prayer may feel awkward or forced. The truth is, there is real power in spouses praying together. So how can couples pray together more? You can begin by blessing each other and your children in the morning, or engage in communal prayer together like the rosary or the mass. You can also ask your spouse, how can you pray for them? Intercede for them and their needs throughout your day as you are driving or cleaning. When parents need guidance in making decisions for the family, this is when the two of you should come before the Lord in faith and ask for help. And when you fall or make poor choices, you should also repent together and ask the Lord for His forgiveness and mercy. Growing in your prayer life is an essential way to develop and deepen your relationship, but also a way for you to support your spouse and love them more profoundly. A threefold cord is not easily broken. To hear more, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. Are you looking for peace? Longing for joy? Want to meet the giver of all goodness? God is calling the laity to bring Ignatian prayer into a suffering world. Work for the new evangelization. Go to LordTeachMeToPray.com. Order your free digital training and manual. Find true happiness and everlasting joy. Go to LordTeachMeToPray.com. And click on the red button today. It's free. Approved by the USCCB. And welcome back, folks, to your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard, your live and local program for the Guadalupe Radio Network, South and Central Texas listening area. I'm Sean, your host for the program every Monday at noon, along with Miss Trish Lujan, my wonderful co-host, having this great conversation with Mr. Dan Seventy of Sanctus Ranch. Yes. Uh, before we, you know, we we change gears and get to talking with uh, you know Father Johnson Lay, I want to make sure that you know we let everybody know. 
A, where this is again taking place, mm-hmm. when it's taking place, and are, are there costs involved with this, and what's registration like? Dan, can you pick it up from there? Absolutely, absolutely. So our event will be Saturday, December 10th, Saturday the 17th, and then Thursday and Friday, right before Christmas, the 22nd and 23rd. And so each night will be open from 6 to 8 p.m., and when you go online to uh, to Bethlehem.org, you'll see the tickets are available and it does ask for a time slot. That's because people will be going out in flights. So if you arrive at six o'clock, your group may go out at about six ten. And then if you're arriving closer to eight o'clock, your group will go out maybe eight ten, eight fifteen, and then experience the, uh, the walk at that point. So you can hit the website for tickets. Uh, for an individual, it's $25. For a family, because we support big Catholic families. So if you're listening and you've got 18 children, <laughs> you did what God asked you to do. Amen. Bring them out. Yeah. Um, so it's $90 for family. And this experience will all be paid for. So that includes the walk. That includes the concert. Yeah. That includes the uh, refreshments that will come afterwards, the awesome. hot chocolate and cookies. And so definitely have a full dinner, but there'll be lots of snacks at the end of it. Um, also very exciting, if you get your tickets before November 30th, mm-hmm. you can type in the coupon code of early and then you will be able to get 25% off the tickets. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, actually, uh, my wife and I, we registered uh, last week and it, normally it would cost us, it's just the two of us, uh, you know, 50 bucks, but and we got we got it for like $38. But you forgot to mention one thing, Dan. I'm not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> so we will let you stack your coupon codes. Oh, uh, so you can use the coupon code of early, but you can also use the coupon code of GRN as the place that you listen uh, and heard about this and that'll give you an additional discount discount and give our friends awesome. over here some credit. Why do I even doubt you, man? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So again, Dan, thank you so much for joining us. Please stick around uh, while we have our conversation with, uh, you know, Father Johnson Lay. Uh, he'll, he's going to join uh, just as soon as I get done plugging this again. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, folks, uh, retreat to Bethlehem, uh, taking place at Sanctus Ranch in Pipe Creek, uh, just about, you know, 40 minutes, you know, 35 minutes, 40 minutes, uh, you know, just outside of San Antonio, taking place December 10th, 17th. Both of those days are Saturdays, uh, and then twenty the twenty second and twenty third evenings from six p.m. to eight p.m. And you can go to Bethlehem. That's t o Bethlehem dot o r g to sign up. And again, before uh, November thirtieth, right. you can sign up and save twenty five percent. And then before you check out. Use the other code GRN uh, and let them know how you heard about it. Uh, and without delay, I want to go ahead and welcome our next guest, Ms. Uh, Father Johnson Lay, to the program, pastor of uh, you know St. Anne Catholic Church in Lavernia. Oh, out in Lavernia. Uh, he braved the cold this morning. <laughs> yeah. He braved the weather and the traffic this morning just to be here today. It's Amen. always a pleasure to have you join us, Father Lay. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, doing well. Um, as you said, it's uh, wet and <laughs> cold. Uh, traffic as usual when there's rain or snow, uh, God willing, whatever that is. <laughs> San Antonians don't know how to drive. <laughs> and so I got to bear the road. Uh, we have to offer more prayers for them. Time, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, prayers for the drivers, all drivers, the other drivers, including ourselves, right? That's because right. We know how uh, sometimes we get tested with our patients when we're driving. And so... Um, especially in the cold weather or the wet and right. the raining, um, wet and cold weather itself. Amen. Amen. You know, um, you, you and I spoke, uh, you know, some weeks ago, uh, and something that 
I was made aware of, you know, probably months ago, and, and that's that you're serving as the spiritual director, in fact, for the Archdiocese of San Antonio's, um, you know, our participation in uh, the upcoming World Youth Day uh, taking place in, you know, Lisbon, Portugal. Is that right? Correct. Um, well, originally, yes, I am the spiritual director, kindly um Kind of, sort of, still am. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but we just also found out that Bishop Gary Yannick ah, is coming with us, okay. and so ah. as a bishop, he kind of outranks you. Outranks me. <laughs> I got trumped, right? Uh, but it's okay because it's a bishop, and so um, all more power to him Amen. since he has the fullness of the priesthood, and so uh, he can do all the work, and I'll sit back and watch. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he was on before, so I, I I'm going to pray for you because he's. He's on a go, 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 go. I think he wakes up at three o'clock in the morning every day, he said, and goes for a run. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'd like yeah. to say God is still sleeping then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, tell us more about this uh, World Youth Day, uh, Father, if you could. Yeah. Maybe tell us a little bit uh, about the history. I know uh, St. Pope John Paul II is the patron saint of World Youth Day, uh, but this is actually an event. Uh, it's really an invitation <clears throat> for the youth of the world, um, you know, Put out by the you know the the Holy Father Himself. It's it's a day of really just experiencing the universality of the uh, of the Church. Because if I'm not mistaken, this uh, the first one took place like in 1986 or 1985 mm-hmm. or something like that, right? Right. And so the history of itself is uh, Pope John Paul II, Saint Pope John Paul II, uh, initiated this actually in 1985. Okay. And so the first one was in 1986, but he did it so that all of us together as the Universal Church celebrates it locally. Okay. And so every year it happens locally, um, usually on Palm Sunday. Okay. It wasn't until 2021 that they uh, changed the date to have it on Christ the King. And so this past weekend was Christ the King. And yesterday here in the local church of San Antonio, we celebrated World Youth Day yesterday with our Archbishop, with Bishop Gary Yannick and all of our young adults, youth as well. And so, and then um, locally, like I said, it happens every year, whether it was on Palm Sunday or on Christ uh-huh. the King. Um, but then every two to three years, oh, an okay. international uh, World Youth Day gathering takes place. Um, and the, the trend has been every other World Youth Day, meaning every other international World Youth Day has always taken place in Europe. Mm-hmm. And then on the other years or the other time has been taken outside Mm. of Europe, right? And so a beautiful thing, like you said, 2023 will take place in uh, Lisbon or Lisbon, whichever, uh, however (laughs) you want to pronounce it, tomato, tomato, right? Um, In Portugal. Um, And I think it's a beautiful time for us, at least for our um, San Antonians to go. Um, So I myself with Jessica Lubianski, we are the coordinators, the spiritual director for this time, um, at least for our Archdiocese delegation to World Youth Day. Amen. Uh, if I can ask you, Father, so this sounds like a pretty big deal, right? Um, here you are, you know, you're, you're putting all this together. Obviously, it's important that we get the word out. What can parents, uh, what can, you know, youth, when we say youth, is there a certain age group that we're, we're really trying to target and such? Uh, but who is this youth, uh, you know, this World Youth Day for, Father? Right. So, um, according to the International World Youth Day Committee um, from the Vatican, 
I believe it's from 14 to 15. Okay. Um, but for the archdiocese, what we're doing is we're gearing towards 18 to 35. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a child who's 17, you may attend as long you, uh, as a legal guardian, attend with I see. that child. Um, but again, World Youth Day International is about 14, 15 years of age, going on up to about 30, 35 and so it's a time for us to come together as the universal church. Yeah. So going beyond our local church, uh, and local church meaning the diocese, mm-hmm. and even going on beyond uh, that, right? Just uh, the 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 country, but more so international to come together, and it takes place over several days. Yeah. Several days of activities. Several days of coming together to worship. Um, several days of coming to learn the culture in which it's uh, the host country is hosting. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of things that's happening all at once. Um, but the beauty of this is to see the international, the universal church itself at large. Amen. Uh, I want to ask you about, you had mentioned that this is going to take place over the course of some days. Uh, I've been seeing a couple different dates. Maybe you can uh, you know bring to light uh, and straighten that out uh, for me. I've seen... Uh, July 27th, but I've also seen the week of August 1st through August 6th. Uh, when is World Youth Day 2023 taking place? Right. The official World Youth Day itself for uh, 2023, for Lisbon itself, it's uh, August 1st through August 6th. Okay. Right. And so for the Archdiocese, what we're doing, we're giving two options. Um, one, you can do a 12-day trip with myself. Okay. Going to Rome first. For several days, and then we'll travel to Lisbon, Portugal to do all of the World Youth Day itself. Or you can just do the World Youth Day portion only. Um, And usually, uh, speaking with Bishop Gary, I believe Bishop Gary will uh, be meeting us in Portugal for that portion itself. Sweet. So it's like a prime in the pump, right? (laughs) <laughs> yep, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that that is awesome. And uh, you had a question, Trish. Yeah. So, as far as the the packages are concerned, um, what, what do folks? What do you want folks to do in terms of getting to the? Do they contact you, Jessica, or how how does that work? Either myself or Jessica um, to contact us to let us know. Uh, we can put the flyers on the radio. We mm-hmm. can put flyers on. Uh, there are on the archdiocese as uh, as well, and. You know, the packages comes really you just got to sign up. Right. 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 Got to yeah. sign up. Um, we were doing a special deal that as long as you get it before December 31st, there's a discount. Yeah. Right. I signed that. Um, after that, uh, December 31st to the new year, then it's the full package. Sure. But this package from, we were thinking about the young adults, about money wise and things like that. And so it encompassed uh, room and board, travel. Uh, your flights, uh, everything is covered, even breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? Wow. And so you don't have to, once you pay this off, you don't have to worry you about anything. You don't have anything to worry about anything. <laughs> unless mm-hmm. you want to spend extra money to buy your souvenirs, right? Sure. right? Sure. Uh, yes. Other than that, yeah. it's all covered. And why, for <clears throat> our listeners, why should a parent of a young adult want to encourage their child to attend? Um, one, it's a beautiful thing. Because sometimes we get so close-minded, narrow-minded, or even tunnel vision of what the church looks like. Right. Right. Especially today. Especially today. Especially today. Especially today. But then when we come to these gatherings, we can see the joyous um, moments in our lives in just being Catholic. 
in being universal and seeing Catholicism at large and understanding that, wow, there's much more than my little circle yeah. of church, right? And so we can see the church at large and understanding that. But then to come together to see the different um, nations, different countries, different ethnic backgrounds, mm -hmm. different languages, and to mm -hmm. be able to proclaim our one faith in our one Lord. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. Um, for me, I actually went um, went already to World Youth Day. I was going to ask you that. I was like, have you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so the, when I went, it was 2016 mm. to Krakow, Poland. Oh, wow. Oh. oh, my goodness. And that one, they said, was about 3 million people. Wow. Three million young adults together with our papa, with our pope, yeah. um, praying, worshiping, and learning of our faith. And at the same time, just just being us, just being human, right? Being young adults um, and being able to just enjoy and just be together. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, when you say 2016, so uh, that's that's six years ago. I mean, I don't think you were even ordained yet, right, Father? <laughs> Correct. No, I was not. I was only a seminarian then. Yeah. So uh, could you tell us uh, and our listeners, you know, what that experience uh, was like? Uh, what are the, the fruits of, of, of that experience and that pilgrimage, especially your experience with, you know, like we're, st we're talking about here, um, you know, the universality of our faith. You know, could you tell us about that? Yeah. And so when I went, I was still a seminarian, like I said, um, in that trip, I was, um, at least for me as a seminary, I wore my cassock, mm -hmm. right? Our, our black um, our vestment that right. we wear right. that's not um, with all the other things that we have. And so it was interesting to see that we were going around and people just saw the collar and yeah. would say, Father. Like, right. Well, no, I'm just a seminarian, right? Yeah. Um, but to be able to see the young, the old, all together, mm -hmm. regardless of who we are. Um, we were coming together and the beautiful thing that we saw was the hospitality of the people of Poland, mm -hmm. yes. right? And how joyful they were to welcome us together uh, to be there. Um, but also at the same time, just to see the um, our local church, San Antonians, coming together and building this bond together, going to a foreign country uh, to worship God, to be there, but also to enjoy the culture itself. Yeah. And just to see the beauty that God has, no matter where you are at, no matter where you are at, you can enjoy God's beauty. And just it, it, for me as a seminarian, it kind of helped me back then to solidify and to strengthen my faith. Sure. Because there were other young people my age, mm -hmm. around my age, and still like, wow, they're so yearning, they're still wanting to be with God, and they're still looking for God. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but they're still, of course, they, they want to build bonds with each other. Yeah. You know, and that relationship that I have built back then continues to flourish and foster till this day now. Wow. Amen. Right? Now, I know awesome. you said, you. I think for everybody, the highlight is, of course, praying and seeing our Holy Father, right? Um, but besides that, what what uh, what, are you, what parts of the event really struck you that will definitely touch 
some of the uh, folks that, that attend this year. Right. And so a couple of days, uh, the first couple of days, so it always opens with the welcoming mass, mm-hmm. usually led by the bishop or the archbishop or the cardinal of that place mm-hmm. to welcome all of the pilgrims. And then the following um, days are days of catechesis um, in the different individual um, languages that they have, whether it's in English, French, Spanish, uh, Italian, the major languages. And so uh, those couple of days, we always came together as a group and we went to the English speaking uh, catechesis where we heard people from Canada, people mm-hmm. from England, people from Ireland, uh, of course, people from the United States coming together. And those were some beautiful things that, that we can see that, wow, we're English yeah. speakers, right. right? But yet we're able to see all the other churches in the other countries as yeah. well. And then also for myself, just being Vietnamese, we would always look for other Vietnamese people yeah. as well. It's like, yeah. hey, those are my people. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so we would go um, introduce ourselves. Where are you from? What yeah. parts of the country? What part of the world? Um, and those are some of the highlights, but also to enjoy the food of the country. Because yeah. um, I'm such, I love food. And so getting to try uh, the food of the country as well is a beautiful thing. The other major thing I, I had to say uh, that I just love was on that last night, it's the vigil with the Pope, mm-hmm. right? And all of us making our pilgrimage to this other place. And it's a long trek. It's, it's, it's like maybe five to 10 miles walk. Wow. And you're having all this gear on you yeah. because what happens when we get there? We're outside sleeping overnight under the stars. And before that even happens, we have a vigil, a holy hour with our Pope, right? And so under the stars, with all of us holding our candles, imagine 3 million people with candles. And when you're looking out to see where is our Pope, you saw our Pope over there and you know the Eucharist is right there. And all of us, one direction, one faith, and worshiping our Lord. Amen. Under the stars. Yes. Sean, uh, can we go? (laughs) I I wish I could, yes. Definitely, Yosh. We didn't meet the age bracket, though. (laughs) Well, speak for yourself, sister, okay? (laughs) I'm still 27 in my mind. Young at heart. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I want to ask you, Father, uh, because we've got just a a few minutes left in the conversation. Uh, Where can people go, uh, you know, for more information? Can can you remind us, uh, you know, the the websites? Uh, Can you remind us as to, you know, where who who they can call, uh, but who would be the points of contact? You mentioned that you and uh, Jessica are are going to be coordinating this whole thing, but uh, where can people turn to uh, to you know to to get more info? Right, the best way to um, to contact us right now is either through Jessica or okay. myself um, okay. through email, and so you can either contact Jessica at dre at stannlv dot org. Or myself, johnson.le at archsa.org. Um, email is best way. If you want to call us, call us at the church at 830-779-3131. Um, I do have um, the flyer here. The website itself is Holy Travel, H-O-L-Y-T-R-A-V-E-L dot com um, backslash R-I-D 958. 939. Or the other thing is uh, our Chaisi's website, 
uh, archsa.org. Awesome. Well. Right. That's how I found it easy is archsa.org and it's there. Um, and, and it shows here July 31st to the, to August 7th is option one. And option two is July 27th through August 7th. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. yes. Yes, and, and so it includes Fatima people. I just correct. wanted. Oh so wow! That's, <laughs> yes. I didn't see that. Very big. Yeah. Yes. San Antonians. Why this is so big for yes. us, right? <laughs> Lisbon is where Saint Anthony right. was born, mm-hmm. and why not to go to our place to uh, the birthplace of our patron saint of Amen. San Antonio, right? Mm-hmm. And then Fatima. Fatima is right around the corner, mm-hmm. and so for this uh, World Youth Day, Our Lady of Fatima will be present at all the World Youth Day activities. Wow! And so we know that apparition, that beautiful apparition of Our Lady to the three shepherds, and so we will actually go to uh, the sanctuary there in Fatima. But at the same time, she's going to be present with us all moments of our World Youth Day. Amen. And just for a little bit more, and if you want to spend those 12 days with Father Johnson, that is also going to include, above everything else, Rome, which is also the Colosseum there, and Vatican City. Correct. Yes, ma'am. So we're going to be at the heart of the eternal really city want to go, um, and <laughs> just learn our faith all in general, Amen. both in Rome as well as in Portugal. Here we are talking about, um, you know, retreat to Bethlehem, you yes. know, here in Pipe Creek. We've got this wonderful pilgrimage uh, that's going to be taking place, uh, you know, next year, um, you know, for, you know, this pilgrimage to World Youth Day. All this, uh, you know, talk of traveling. I just got my passport just a, a few weeks ago too. And, but you know, you, you got, I got the ticket to the world. I call the passport, you know, the ticket to the world. Yes. Now I just need the money to go. Right. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, it, it is, it's so awesome that, you know, the archdiocese is so very much involved in, in participating in, in these events. Um, how did you come about as being, um, you know, selected or did you volunteer? Uh, you know, I know uh, there's been a change in the spiritual directorship, uh, uh, so to speak, uh, with, uh, you know, His Excellency, uh, you know, coming on board. Uh, but how, how did you come about uh, taking the lead on this, Father? That's a good question. I'm so asking myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I guess uh, what happened was we were already promoting it for our church, okay. you know, our church, our parish group itself. And then the archdiocese was like, well, instead of reinventing the will, would you mind also taking over and just leading the delegation for World Youth Day International for the archdiocese? Because we always take a group. Sure. We all we have always taken a group. And so um, they would always find a priest that was already going. And so they found out I was going, so why not, right? And then Jessica is a wonderful coordinator. She's my DRE. She knows what she's doing. Uh And so she's very organized and all this. And so like, Jessica, you're coming along with me. (laughs) (laughs) I want to add, if I'm not mistaken, I've seen through social media, Facebook uh, specifically, uh, there's already been a couple of parishes that are, uh, you know, committed to going, if I can say that. I think Our Lady of Guadalupe, Holotus, St. Matthew's, I believe. I'd have to double check that, but uh, I do believe seen you know something uh, along those lines uh but you know so how many how many parishes how you know how many people are are y'all expecting for this right so um in the international itself we're we're expecting at least at least minimum two million people right for the archdiocese itself we've always taken a delegation between maybe uh 40 to 
80 to 100 people. Okay. And so just depending on yeah. what world you day where it's taking place. Sure. But those are usually about between 40 to 100 is what we've taken before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's different individual parishes that's also taking their own group sure. that falls under the umbrella of the Archdiocese. Like you said, St. Matthew, uh, St. Luke's, I know is going. Okay. Uh, Olo PH in Soma as well is going. Uh, Frederick, St. Mary's in Fredericksburg. Awesome. Uh, Divine Providence. So there's a lot of parishes that are going. And so with this, um, my delegation is if you don't have a parish, uh, you're okay. Yeah. Come join under the big umbrella of the archdiocese. Yeah. And so join us as well. So that, because if you don't have a parish, then you may join us, right? And mm-hmm. so it's not just about being a parish, but also just learning to be part of the archdiocese. That's wonderful. You know, I love how you say that, um, in, in being part of the, the, the archdiocese and to be, to really see, right? Um, the vastness of the church itself. And here you got all these people from San Antonio right. going to be, you know, right here from the Archdiocese of San Antonio going to be in, you know, Lisbon, you know, Portugal amongst 2 million people. Right. <laughs> I, th- I think there's going to be more because every event that's happened after, you know, we're done with COVID, yeah, you know, yeah. it's been exploding. So right. I, I think there's going to be more. And I people have are to ready say, to get out. Exactly. People are ready <laughs> to get out. And I don't think you need to have a COVID shot anymore. Nope, so, you do not. Yeah. You do not. All you need is your passport. And of course, you need to get make sure you pay your payments, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, but the beautiful thing, like I said, if you have a love for our mother, uh-huh. our blessed mother, especially under the title of Our Lady Fatima, yeah. this is the moment. This mm-hmm. is, She is inviting us to come with her. Yes. Um, come with her because the theme of it is uh, Mary went in haste. Oh. Yeah. Mary went in haste to the uh, Judea ask, Hill, the theme? Yes. and so that is the theme. It's a, it's a Marian theme, um, very fitting, just because we're right outside of Fatima, mm-hmm. right? And so our Lady's waiting, our Mother's waiting for us, as well as I said, um, it's a place to learn our um, patron saint, Saint Anthony. Amen. Amen. Uh, again, folks, if you're just joining us, having this wonderful conversation with Father Johnson Lay, pastor at St. Anne Catholic Church in Lavernia, uh, we've got just about a minute left in the conversation. Uh, I do want to put a, another plug in uh, for World Youth Day. Uh, World Youth Day is going to take place July 27th through August 6th uh, there in Lisbon, uh, Portugal. Uh, again, as you as you heard Father talk about it, um, you know this is going to be an awesome event, especially if you have a devotion to Our Lady of Fatima. And before the music cuts us off, Father, would you please send us off with your blessing? Yes. Good and gracious God, we come before you to give all thanks, all thanksgiving, especially the gift of love, the gift of life itself. We continue to ask for your blessing upon us in our life. Bless our families, bless our friends, and bless all those who go without. We ask you to remember us this day as well as the days to come. And we ask your mother Mary to wrap us in her mantle of love. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And uh, with that music, folks, that means uh, we are done for today. Join us next week. And uh, for all of you tuning in, we do wish you and your families a very blessed Thanksgiving holiday. God bless bless all of you. Amen. This is Jesuit Father Robert McCaig, host of The Catholic Current, where we bring Christ to the world and the world to Christ. Join me on Fridays for Let's Talk About This, where you and I walk through a controversial issue together. 
Then we'll wrap up with weekend readiness, reviewing the week's headlines in light of the upcoming Sunday scriptures, so you'll be all prayed up for Sunday Mass. That's the Catholic Current on Friday, right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. Do you have confidence that your OBGYN or therapist provides the highest quality care? Are you looking for an OBGYN or therapist whose practice is in line with church teaching? Dignity Women's Center offers women's health care and professional counseling. You can learn more about Dr. Stephen and Amber Pilkington at 210-593-4392 or online at DignityWomenCenter.com. Dignity Women's Center, focused on the dignity of women, centered on the love of Christ. Well, as a teenager, I didn't really see how relevant uh, religion was in my life. In my early 20s, I I began to look at other faiths. Well, I, I understand as, as a Catholic that the things that I, were, I was given uh, at a very early age, those things never ended. They're still with me. That's what drew me back. Because the Catholic Church is, a, is worldwide, there are so many different types of people that come to the church, and, and it's a place where I feel accepted for who I am. I'm where God wants me to be. And, and I feel like my life is, can be used for what He wants now. And when I came back, I said, Lord, you were waiting for me the whole time with your arms open wide, and I have come home. If you've been away from the Catholic Church for whatever reason, we invite you to take another look. Visit CatholicsComeHome.org today. Spreading the splendor of truth. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Streaming to the world at grnonline.com and on your FM dial at 89.7, we're KJMA, Floresville, San Antonio. All Catholic, all the time. 